Welcome to Ticket to Gamehenge, the podcast that discusses the science behind how to get your friends and family to love our favorite band, Fish, as well as other fish-related topics from the community. You can grab a free chapter of the book at TicketToGameHenge.com. My name is Adam, and joining me as always is my good buddy, Dr. K. All right, and here we go. The robots are talking to us on this fine Tuesday morning. Um, there is a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm going to predict that within about three hours from now, Fish will make a big announcement because that's what they tend to always do. Uh, we recorded last week, what, Tuesday morning? Did we do Tuesday last week? We did, right? Tuesday afternoon. Are you new to this? We've been doing Tuesday every week. Well, every now and then we shift to Wednesday. But yeah, we did Tuesday morning. And then literally hours later, Fish finally, after dangling the carrot for what felt like an eternity, uh, dropped the bomb about uh, delayed summer tour, rescheduled dates, sort of a fall West Coast tour culminating in a four-day Halloween Vegas run. Uh, the fish world has been set afire. Lots to talk about, man. What are your first uh, thoughts and reactions? My first thought, and I wrote about it in yesterday's email, was those are, we, you know, we, we are banking on it being canceled. Yeah. Uh, and I'm more than happy to eat those words. I'm super glad, you know, and I thought about it. There's a great meme right now um, about like all these children lined up like at glass, like looking out at the playground. And it's, yeah. Canada and the and the the quotations are Canada looking at the rest of the world opening up. Yeah. So, although there might not be fish tour for us, mm-hmm. there is a fish tour which I am tremendously grateful for. I uh, I I I I picture myself because we're gonna do the couch tour. Yeah. I picture myself getting very emotional when they step back on stage for the first show. I think it's gonna be quite a moment. Yeah, it's very interesting. They're gonna be in Arkansas. Um, which I, they've never been to, evidently. They've never been to the state, and they're going to kick off the tour with it. And, um, yeah, I think as we inch closer to that, once the calendar ticks over into July and we get past the three nights in SPAC that Trey has in mid-June, I think with each passing day, the excitement's going to build. I've seen, like, the communities come alive again, right? It was just sort of – we were just rolling in the doldrums looking for any little thing to kind of grasp onto and uh uh yeah finally and oh, it was worse are you hold on hold up it was worse than that like people <laughs> to get pissed off like somebody would post like you know the picture of like the clouds on one side and the and the and the clear sky on the other side and they'd say something about divided sky like people would get like nasty in the comments like settle down bro you know we're just trying we're just trying here man yeah yeah so i don't know i mean where do we want to begin i mean what are you i guess generally we're very excited but as we sort of narrow in on the announcement and kind of whoops wrong app there um what are you most looking forward to is it halloween is it the first show? Is it a certain run? Anything like that? I'm, I'm, I'm most looking forward to um, the excitement around there being new music to listen to and to know that just even, you know, even if we can't go, that, that the guys are doing their thing um, and uh, there's music, there's going to be music, you know? It's, it's like that line from the Grateful Dead song. There's going to be songs to fill the air. And that's, yeah. enough. And that's enough for me, man. What about you? Uh, so I'm, I'm looking ahead. I like, I agree, you know, although, um, it looks like we've had a minor setback for those that don't know, we are booked to go to the Hershey, uh, shows 
and uh, they rebooked into Hershey Stadium and immediately canceled and refunded the tickets. And damn it, Ticketmaster and their service fees, I lost out on 65 bucks. When I was charged and when I was refunded, $65 difference. Either that or it had to do with the strength of the Canadian dollar in that uh, it's a lot higher in value now than it was when I bought the tickets. So that might have something to do with it. Um, but uh, uh, so I would say we're 90% down and out, but there's still a glimmer of hope. Mm -hmm. I'm really thankful though to get back to your question. I am excited to be able to listen uh, and watch with you a couch tour and experience some of it. You know, yeah. it's sort of disappointing that uh, that the first show of the tour is a Wednesday night, sort of a bummer, but uh, we'll figure that out. Um, but when I'm looking at the uh, tour here, because I do want to go through it, uh, you got July, July 28th at, uh, uh, our, at the Walmart Amphitheater, which I think is very new in Arkansas, uh, followed by um, the 30th and 31st and 1st basically in a, um, one show in Alabama and then two, two in Alpharetta. I think that'll be an interesting weekend because it's going to be, you know, three, four shows in. Um, things will be kind of settling down, be working through the set list to see what other surprises are left to have happen that first weekend. But I think that'll be really exciting. Um, the three night run, which is what, what we got August 6th, 7th, 8th uh, in Deer Creek. That'll be exciting. Right, especially night number two, because we all know the Saturday night's going to be awesome. So keep your ears peeled, for, keep your ear peeled to uh, August 7th. Uh, what else we got? And then we got, you know, we we're going to go to Hershey, which is still a possibility, just depends. Sounds like there's a lot of tickets available for that because of the increase in size of the venue. They're going from basically a smaller uh, minor league hockey arena that seats about 15,000 to a stadium that's much, much larger. So the availability might be a bit better there. Sounds like according to the um, chats, a lot of people are planning uh, a Hershey into Atlantic City run for that for that whole week. Makes sense. Right, to be able to knock out five shows over the course of about six, seven days is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I kind of like how it's segmented and broken up in these little twos and twos and threes, twos and threes, which which is very much how trade plays his music and does a solo is always those combinations can make it fit in any sort of mathematical equation, twos and threes. Uh, and then the big weekend in the gorge. So the 27th, 28th, 29th of August, where are you sitting with that? I mean, you guys in book to go to the gorge. What's what's up? Is that an option? Is it 50 50? Where do you sit? So I don't know. That's a good question um i they moved the dates so before the dates didn't work but now it's in august mm -hmm. i don't know I, maybe i should like check the tickets because i don't think look at you get on it yeah so that's august 27th 28th 29th the weekend before labor day weekend and then going back to tahoe for a couple days midweek before the uh perennial dicks run over labor day weekend which everybody's always excited about I think we'll find a way to couch tour one or one or two of those shows perhaps. Um, and then this sort of wraps it up for about a month and a half. And then we get into fall tour, which is essentially a West coast tour that builds throughout. I mean, you've got, well, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine shows between the 15th of October and the 26th. And then four nights in a row in Vegas, October is going to be packed, packed. Like, it's going to take us till December to listen to all of it for crying out loud. <laughs> but you've never, you never replied to my message that our drummer, like he wants to get married. I sent you a message. So the guy that plays drums with us, he, him and his, 
him and his now girlfriend have, uh, they've always wanted to go to Vegas, like to kind of run away to get married. Cool. And he's like, I'm not against tying it to a fish show, like for Halloween. Yeah, I couldn't. Um, timing with with my job just this year, other other things, I wish. I wish there was a four-night four thing that just worked out better, to be honest yeah. with you. Is he, is he going to do the run, or is he still up in the air? I wonder how tough tickets oh, to get to that. Still up in the air. Dude, like, there's yeah. – it, it, listen, man. It's hard when, you know, we don't know what rules, like we, we, we have, we have leaders in, in legit quotation marks. We have no, like, we have no fence posts to aim for here. Yeah. You know, yeah. like how many cases are we aiming for? How many percent of the population need to have the, the vaccine before we can get at it? Like we have no markers. Yeah. It's obviously have, a really, really big gamble. Like we don't know. And a lot can change. Like for the people listening, for the people listening, here's the scientific, and this was announced. This came out of this came out of the dog's mouth. He, we're not allowed to play golf in Ontario. Here's the scientific rationale from our premier because he knows how him and his buddies play golf, and they pick each other up. So that's why we can't play golf. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm not lying. You know, that's the reason. <laughs> and then and 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 then and then they have and then they have the audacity to tell us to to follow the science. I agree. Let's follow the science. We should be living based on what the data says, not your opinion. Mm-hmm. Not your opinion. So again, it's hard to my point is, as I'm venting a little bit, it's hard to plan when you don't know, you know, which of these backwards rules are gonna be the ones being enforced. Right. Right. Yeah. And we don't know how free we're gonna be to travel. So I you mean, don't even know what the cases and the numbers are going to be. It could be worse. We could be back on lockdown knowing things. So yeah. good news is as long as the internet doesn't go down, we can get a taste of it. You know, we can still experience it to a degree and, and gab about it and uh, enter it up like we always do. So um, I'm really looking forward to it. And, and yeah, seeing some of the newer songs make its way make their way in there. Some of the newer stuff that Trey has been putting out. Will he bring in any of the Lonely Trip stuff? Will Mike bring over anything from, from Noon? I don't think anything from Paige's solo album is going to make it into the Fish set list, but hey, you never know. At, at least off the Sweets album, I should say. If it does, it'll probably come in um, like a transition or, uh, or part, of a, part of a jam. Yeah. Um, I did something fun last week, uh, which just got me thinking about the next question is... I think we're due for maybe one, one for sure. I think I would allow the second, if it's really, really good, a new, a new cover tune to make it into the regular rotation. It's been a while since, uh, since a new cover tune has come along that sort of made its way into the every four, five, six shows type of a rotation. Um, and listening to the golden age stuff last week got me thinking about that. But I also, um, I don't know if you've ever done this, I made a playlist on my phone with the original songs of all of the fish covers that I could find and played them back and um, really surprised with some of the, you know, much older folky, folky tunes like Timber, uh, hearing songs like that. But um, yeah, it just got me thinking, you know, and, and obviously with Halloween looming, you know, we're, we're going to talk about that. I'm sure we're going to talk about it a lot this year as, uh, as I, you know, everybody will hype that up. Um, but I think it's time, you know, I think it's time to bring us something new. And 
evidently we're in the 4.0 era. So a lot of questions with Elliot answers. It's, at this point. Uh, it's funny because you bring up the covers a lot. I shouldn't say a lot. I don't know how many, but there's definitely been one or two songs that Fish have covered that I actually thought were original songs because they were so old right. that uh, I would have never... Like Nelly Kane? Like Nelly Kane, like My Soul. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to think of, there's, there's one or two more. There's some of them that I, I, you could tell they were covers like they just, because they just didn't sound like anything Fish would ever write. Like Boogie on Reggae Woman? No, I think Fish could write a song like that, but I'm I'm specifically mean like uh, back to the chicken shack, like that one. Okay. Yeah. Like that just seems like a song that like you know that it's a cover because it seems so out of what the band would write. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, I mean Trey's got his new his new Languedoc. He's going to be busting out, no doubt. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just excited to see it. I'm just excited oh, to see it. Yeah. I listened to I don't know how it came on. I don't know where it came on. I think it was my phone. You know how sometimes like random shit just starts playing on your phone? Mm -mm. Anyways, it does on my phone. <laughs> uh, it does on my phone. Uh, maybe because the kids are like just high, you know, giving her and leaving yeah. stuff on all over the place. But forward people, that song by Trey came on again. Mm. I, I don't know. It's growing. I didn't mind it. Mm. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Trey, I, I'm, I'm about halfway through his Rubber Jungle show from Friday night, was able to finally, somebody on, on Reddit was awesome and uh, and recorded it using an app and posted it and made it available for people, which which uh, thank you so much for that. Um, I'm about halfway through it. It's, um, you know, kind of kind of gets me excited for the tour, especially uh, his little improv track going on tour that... Um, you can just tell. I mean, it's listed on the uh, on Fishnet as a debut, which I guess technically it is. It's a song that's new that's never been played before. Um, but it's about a minute and a half, two minutes of him just sort of riffing, talking about being excited about going back on tour, and <laughs> like that alone, although it's just him and an acoustic, uh, it just sounded great. It just gets. I'm me always. Uh, I'm always. Um, uh, I love watching people react to somebody who is just so in love and joyous about what it is that they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's something just really pure and beautiful about it. And it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it draws people to him, man. It's hard not to get excited when you see him get excited. Yeah. Yeah. I feel similar about the drummer in Dave Matthews band, like uh, Carter Beaufort. He's just got a personality in a way about him. Like you can tell he loves doing that more than anything else, playing the mm -hmm. drums. And people watch him play. Many people that I brought to Dave shows over the years would always leave going, wow, that drummer like just was like a magnet for people. And they really showcase him well, right? Kind of like uh, how Rush would showcase Neil Peart. Um, what else do I have on my list here? Because I've got, because I've got more. Uh, where, where's my little menu here? What did I do with it? So many things going on, on my phone. Um, American Dad, you happened to watch that, right? You uh, caught it. Um, yeah, I finally watched it last night. I kept forgetting and putting it off and forgetting. And I finally sat down to watch it. Uh, I didn't realize that the show has been on 17 years. I had the exact same reaction. I'm like, people, Holy moly. I'm like, this show is popular enough that we're almost at 20 years of this. Yeah. Well, The Simpsons are approaching 40, if not already in the 40th year or about to be. This okay, but The Simpsons are a good show, Adam. Yeah, no, I know. That is not a good show. <laughs> so, you know, what's funny is um, 
I hadn't really watched it forever. I think I watched it when it first came out, maybe first two, three episodes and was like, okay, this isn't for me. So did you watch the entire episode beginning to end? I did. So I skipped through the story that had nothing to do with fish. Like I skipped through the whole escape room thing. I was watching it on my computer. I just sort of scrolled through those scenes because it didn't matter to me, right? Like, to be honest with you, I just wanted to see if there was going to be any, any music from fish, which there wasn't. So clearly they didn't get permission. They just weaved and wove and woven in a bunch of jokes and inside things i thought it, i thought it was pretty clever um uh should have really counted the amount of references that were dropped in there subtly right um you no see, you see if you want to see something cool find a still of the van when they pull up yeah. and like the stickers on it are the best yeah i should mike, i should find the, says, oh mike says no was one save game henge was another one yeah I should find the writer's name and give him credit, but he posted uh, a, like an image of that band a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, there's some you know gophers from what happened at Dick's a few years ago. Uh, yeah, all kinds of neat stuff in there. There's a car in the background, license plate said Wilson. Um, the the dog obviously that's Runaway Jim, the one's humping everybody's leg. Uh, the, the the nitrous, which I guess Canada uh, uh, we're not big. For the nitrous up around here but i guess that's a staple no that's shit every american show it's awesome it is a staple so it was like the parking lot scene remember when we went it was like what the hell where yeah. is everybody yeah nothing nothing no circus at all um so yeah that was a fun little gag and actually megan kind of came in and watched it for about half of a minute and chuckled and walked away it was great <laughs> oh she didn't come in at like the most awkward part no not this time not this time it's been a while since that's happened, thankfully. Um, although it's funny, her and I, she and I, rather, we were discussing uh, the Bader, I'm hoping, hoping I get this right, Bader-Meinhof. Do you know what the Bader-Meinhof syndrome is? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I can't recall. So I'm going to so say. The most basic example would be um, you pick out a car, you buy a car that's unique and you like it, and you start driving that car, you get that car, and then what happens? you see that car everywhere you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it was called that. Yeah, there's another term for it, but it's commonly referred to as Bader-Meinhof. I was talking about how I'm getting Bader-Meinhof with Scent of a Mule ever since that conversation we, when you brought up that Rochelle didn't like it. We played a little guessing game. I, for what, I, I don't know if it's just where I'm listening in 2011 where um, that song is being played a lot more frequently, but I feel like I'm hearing that song way more frequently than I ever have ever since that conversation. And I'm wondering if it's Peter Meinhof or if it's a reality. Um, I should probably look at the stats to really determine I that, that. I think that there is a, and again, I don't know the names of these things, but what I've noticed from listening is uh, things tend to come in, in patches. Like when you hear a song, you'll hear it a bunch for a while and then they'll just never play it again. Like for me, it's simple right now. The last like, I don't know what it is, six or seven shows, all of them have had simple. Yeah. Don't mind, don't mind it. But there's certain songs that like I haven't heard in forever. I haven't heard Bathtub Gin in forever. I haven't heard Down With Disease forever. Oh, see, I hear those. I'm hearing those a lot because again, I'm listening to 2011, June 2011, uh, which was going great. I'm on the last show before Super Bowl now. Um, so Super Bowl probably gets started tonight or tomorrow. But uh, I'm hearing a lot of Down With Disease, specifically second set opener. It's like, it's almost predictable. Like if I if I haven't heard that song in, in a couple of shows, I know it's going to open a second set. Karini's making its way back in more. I'm hearing a lot a lot of that. But funny enough, no simple. They're they're not really playing that right now. At least not quote unquote so, ten years ago. I I want to I want to kind of challenge your middle night 
um, your middle night prop, your your the middle night's the best night. Oh, okay. I want to expand, expand it a little bit because right. I think it's always the I think it's the show before a really famous show, or maybe this is a a different thing. Like go back and listen to so eleven seventeen ninety seven is that really famous show from Denver? Yeah. Uh, my recommendation for you is to go back to to listen. I just finished it this morning. Is to go back and listen to eleven sixteen ninety seven. Okay, that's on uh, from, that's on relisten. It's on relisten. Okay. It says uh, it's from it's the site. It's the first night from McNichols Sporting Arena in Denver. Okay. The second night, the seventeenth, is like you know probably arguably one of the best first sets in in fish history. Mm. Um, but the the second set of the show that I'm recommending the 16th forget about it yeah and like they open with a song and the best is like I don't want to spoil it because you haven't listened to it and you'll probably listen to it soon but like they open with a song and it kind of meanders and you're like what you know it was one of those like what are we doing here and then they they hint at another song and it goes into another song and it's just kind of blast off from there okay yeah I think there's something to be said for that I uh about the show leading up to the big show or the middle night thing. Um, and I remember listening to, oh, I forget what it was, but it was a podcast and they were going and they were going deep on the, uh, on the fall 95 tour, like the winter, like building up to the new year's Eve show. Yeah. And um, they were talking about how these shows on like the Tuesday and Wednesday night that a lot of the, the fans would skip because it didn't make sense to go. They had jobs or going to the weekend gigs. They ended up being some of the highlights of that tour. The ones where the expectations were much, much lower. They were in, you know, the towns that, you know, don't draw uh, as much excitement, but that for whatever reason, relaxed the band, felt more like an off night, let, let, let looser. Rather, so, so, so to speak, and end up having some amazing shows. So there's something well, knowing, there. Knowing them, they, it's like it's like they do this shit on purpose, you know? Hey, yep. we're gonna get everybody super excited that we're back on tour, and where are we gonna go? Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. I always wondered as a kid. The first time I learned that it was pronounced Arkansas was watching the Final Four basketball tournament in like the early '90s in they Arkansas, awesome, powerhouse. Yeah, and. uh uh, yeah, going, going, dad, why did he call it Arkansas? It's, there's a state called Kansas and a city called Kansas City. Anyway, strange. strange. In Missouri. Missouri. Oh, it'll be a cool day we have before I recognize Missouri. There's only 49 stars on that flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Simpsons. It always, it always comes back to the Simpsons. So, yeah, man, I'm, uh, yeah, lots going on. So I, I don't want to say we're down and out. You know, we we can we can kind of clutch onto a little bit of hope, but uh, that's all we can really do at this point. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. For the tour, you mean? Yeah. 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 We're not. No, we're not down and out yet. I mean, with the the biggest thing, the biggest thing is they're on tour and there is a tour. That was kind of like the biggest thing. Mm. You know, we'll see. Do you think we'll see a release before the tour? I think there's a chance of that like new music yeah no no i don't what would be the point of doing that well it's fish it doesn't matter what's the point of any like it, it it all revolves it all revolves around their live shows anyway whether they drop an album today tomorrow next year doesn't matter like it doesn't it doesn't you know 
But what would be, here's my point. So you have new music. Like when have they ever debuted new music on an album? Like other than during this, other than during this period when you couldn't do it live. Yeah. Right? Like everything else has come out live. Yeah, even Joy in 2009, right? Came out later in the year. Yeah. They were playing those songs, uh, yeah, in the summer. Hmm. Might be onto something there, Juggy. But all right, well. Either way, I'm just saying, who knows? Maybe they'll put like, something out. Like I, 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 can, I can comfortably predict we're going to get a lot of, um, I bet you they're going to debut a lot of new music. Hmm. I think so. Yeah. What about, um, I, I think it's obvious, but are, is dinner and a movie done? Are they going to do one more or is, this, or is this it? Do they go out with a bang and say, hey, now that we're back on tour, we're going to do one last one and it's going to be all of the great went, boom, have it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That's wishful thinking. That's super wishful thinking. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know, man. I think. I wonder. What would be what would be the harm in keeping it going? Agreed. Or at least in the months that they're not touring. Yeah. You know, if you supplement, I mean, I mean, I mean, nothing in October because clearly they're pretty much playing eight days a week. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to use logic here, but like, I also see no logic in like. Trade doing a, a concert that's unavailable for fish pan, for fish fans in a paywall while while Sirius gets to to have it. Like I'm I'm really I'm really missing it here. Yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows when the lawyers get involved and they put all those agreements on paper? I don't know. All I know is that Sirius owned none of the music until Fish signed their name on a line, and now Sirius owns some of the music. Yeah, or some, or somehow have like a first access on certain things for it. Yeah, not, I think it, it'll eventually get on there. It'll just quietly pop up. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll keep searching for the 2021 stuff to see when it does drop. Right now, the the only thing in 2021 is the last dinner in a movie. It's still up on there. You can watch it on the app. I think it's on YouTube too. Still. So, yeah, I, I I'd like them to go out with a bit of a bang, or you know, maybe they could use it as a tool to celebrate anniversaries of shows. When you know an anniversary comes around of, of a somewhat famous one, they can use that way to promote it or co cross promote it with a live release that that'll hit the app. And I don't know, right? I, I I think there's a number of things they could do. They'll figure it out. The more the better, man. The more I love the video. I think watching them on video is awesome, mm -hmm. and uh, that's why I'm excited. It's gonna be the first tour where like my wife's on board and like is like excited to like actually watch it when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Halloween, I'm really excited for too. It's first one in three years, and a lot of questions. I know we won't even talk about it now because a lot we'll talk about it closer to then. But we'll we see. We're talking about it both. What's that? Just theories, man. We're just shooting the shit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But that's that's what's so great about the band is that they give us something to talk about like this. It isn't, it isn't just, Oh, they're going back on tour. Cool. Well, after the first show, we'll know what the set list is for the whole tour. Hmm, awesome. It's not like that. It's great. There's surprises. There's something around another corner and, and, and there's uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. Well, think, think, about awesome. Like, think about like what other, like how other bands do it. Right. Like you're excited to see 20 shows of the same band. Right. But they're not the same 20 shows. That's right. They're not the same 20 shows. And right. you know there's going to be surprises and you want to experience the surprise versus 
when Rage Against the Machine, don't get me wrong, I love Rage Against the Machine, but when Rage Against the Machine came to, you know, when they announced that their tickets were going to go on sale, people were like, oh, I'd like to go see Rage Against the Machine, and that was it. And you knew that if you saw Rage Against the Machine, maybe you could go back if you're a diehard fan, you'd go back for like the second night further down the road in Toronto. But after that, you were good, and they go on to their next city, and it's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what most bands do, right? Of course, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just yeah. saying, like, it is awesome that our band doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, lots to look forward to. Really exciting stuff. So that's everything I had this week, my man. Anything else from you? Like I said, buddy, words I'm glad to eat. There is a tour, and I'm happy to eat those words. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right, friends. Make sure you rate and review. Uh, send us a note. Let us know how you how you like the show. And Or not. Um, or not. That's cool, too. Or not. Whatever. Hey, but you know what? If you don't like it, we're going to keep doing it. And you can just not listen if that's... You know. No, troll us. Are you kidding me? Trolling would be awesome. <laughs> that's true. We, us, then we can rally the troops. That's right. That's oh, right. Speaking, like, look, speaking of which, let me, just for, just for the sake of, uh, just for the sake of fun, if, you, yeah. if you're interested about how trolling um, rallies the troops, let me read from, let me read to you. So I recorded, now this is for the, this is for the benefit of the people who have listened this long and who are actually watching my video. I recorded this video. It's my Facebook ad about an exercise for shoulder and thoracic spine. Okay. A guy comments. Those are some special kind of socks. First prize. Nerd alert. <laughs> I comment back. I'm like, huh? My socks make me a nerd? I'm definitely a nerd, but super interested in how my socks help. <laughs> comments back. Um, you are what you wear if you think those socks look good but I don't even understand this Adam I still don't understand put some sandals on too to complete your look <laughs> I'm like thanks for the fashion advice some guy out of nowhere comments his name is Kelly the guy that made these fashion comments Kelly if you are what you wear then you must be made of grease with that greasy hair some other lady comments, Chris Amir Jug, very helpful video. We'll pass along the info. By the way, clothes don't make the man laugh out loud. Any woman knows that. Love the socks. Wow. People come to your aid, man. That's really? all I'm saying. So if you really? want to troll and help us build an audience, because some people will love us, you go right ahead and troll away. Yep. It's all good. So all with good. that, trolls, have a great week. Until next time, have a good one. Buddy. You've been listening to Ticket to Gamehenge. In addition to wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TicketToGameHenge.com, where you can grab a free chapter of the book, How to Get Your Friends Into Fish. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep sharing in the groove. <laughs>